listening to Life of Revival Radio with Pastor Zachary Weber. Let's pray. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for your holy written word. Lord, we know it is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light unto our path. Father, I pray that you'd speak to each person, even those watching all over the world online, those that are going to be listening to the replay later. Lord, I pray that you'd anoint each ear to hear and let each heart be receptive to receive that which the Spirit has for your people tonight. Father, I thank you for utterance in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father, that you would speak to each person in a very powerful way, in a very real way. And Father, we promise to give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, and amen. If you have your Bible, I want you to open up to the book of Luke, chapter 19. You know, the same person who wrote the book of Luke wrote much of the book of Acts. Amen. So uh, Luke, chapter 19, and uh, and in in verse 10. It says, for the Son of Man, now this is Jesus speaking. He said, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost, or that which is lost. Hallelujah. The Son of Man came. Someone says, why did Jesus come? Easy. He said it right there. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. I want to tell you the heartbeat of Jesus is people, it's souls. That's why Jesus came. He came for people. He came for you. He came for me. And he came to do the will of the Father. His name was Emmanuel. Do you know what Emmanuel means? God with us. Hallelujah. He came to abolish a system of religion to where you had to go to man to get to God. Now, through what Jesus has done 2,000 years ago on Calvary's cross, we no more need to get to a man to get to God. We have direct access to the Father. Jesus said, whatever you pray in my name, the Father himself will hear you and he'll do it. That's awesome. I'm so glad I don't have to go kiss a bishop's ring. (laughs) Amen. I'm so glad I don't have to call a man my father other than my dad. I have a heavenly father and I have direct access to him by Jesus. Jesus said that whatever you ask in my name, the Father himself will do it for you. So Jesus came to, to, to really do away with that system of religion where you had to go to the priest and the high priest to get to God. Now the Bible says Jesus is our high priest. He's, he's at the right hand of the Father, and we have access to, to the Father through Jesus Christ. So Jesus came when he was on the earth. He came to seek and save the lost. That He was on, really, a search and rescue mission. Amen. I want to tell you the heartbeat of Jesus is people. The heartbeat of Jesus is souls. The Bible says in John chapter 3 and verse 16, Jesus said, For God the Father so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him will never have to perish, but has eternal life through, amen, but, but will have eternal life. So, so the Father loved you and he loved me. Amen. That's why when we go out into the world and, and we go witness to somebody, we tell them God loves you. He has a plan for your life. Now, God doesn't love sin. Hello. Amen. And, you know, we shouldn't identify 
Like, my identity isn't in uh, any sin. Amen. So, you know, you go to someone and, you know, uh, you know, God loves the person. He might not love the sin of, like, you know, uh, whatever. You throw the sin in there. He doesn't love the sin of, you know, alcoholism or whatever. And someone says, well, that's just who I am and I'm just going to have a drink. Well, no, that's not who you are. That's the devil lying to you and trying to, are you with me? That's not who you are. That was the devil who came and attacked your life and the devil did something to give you really a counterfeit when God has so much better for you. Are you with me? Are you with me? So don't identify in that which is sin. Amen. Otherwise you get offended. Well, the Lord wants to change me. Yeah, he wants to change you to make you a better, you know what I mean, into something better. Amen. Not better in man's eyes. Don't go for man's approval. That's a trap. Surely, surely the creator of the universe has the perfect plan for your life. Did he not say, I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, to give you a hope, to give you a future. God has a big plan for your life. Are you with me? Are you with me? Don't look at me in that tone of voice. He has a plan and a purpose for you. Amen. And so you let him come and do that work and put you on the right track. And uh, hello. So, so anyway, he loves the world. He loves people. God loves people. And the Bible says that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all would come to the knowledge of salvation. God wants every person to be saved. But he's done everything he's going to do by sending Jesus to Calvary's cross. Why, what, what happened when Jesus died, when Jesus said, it is finished, it made a way to the Father. Jesus said, I am the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So he didn't say, there are many ways to the Father and I'm just one way. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the only way. And he said, everybody who's come before me is a liar. He said, any other way that says you can go to the Father but by me, that's a lie. Well, there's many ways. No, there's, there's actually, there's one way. There's the way, Jesus. Amen. Because, uh, Amen. So God loves the world. So, so that's why he came. In fact, the Bible says in Romans that, that the Father, listen to this, take this personally, that the Father showed his love for you in this, that while we were yet still in our sin, Christ died for us. Amen. While you were in your worst, think of your worst state that you've ever been in, in, in sin. Thank God that that's not who you are today. Amen. But think about that time when darkness engulfed your life. While you were in that position, Christ died for you. He loved you in that moment. He loves you now. And if he loved you in that moment, how much more does he love you now that you're one of his children? Don't go offer to the world God loves you, but then you don't receive the love of God on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, daily basis. He loves you. He's for you. He's not up there cranky and mad at you, thinking you're not enough and you don't amount to anything. That's how demons feel. You know, demons were all rejected by God. So they project feelings of rejection on you. Did you know that? All the demon spirits, they were all rejected. So they hate you. Why? Because you're accepted. So the spirit of, of the devil, that is a spirit of rejection. Anytime you feel rejected, that's a devil. Amen. 
But the Holy Spirit is a spirit of acceptance. Jesus said, come unto me, all you who are heavy laden and weary, I will give you rest. He said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. I don't know about you. I want to tell all of Kishokton about that. I don't want to talk about some dead, stale, dry, sour, uh, dead religion and tradition, but I want to tell them about Jesus and about what he did. Amen. Because that's why he came. So he's done everything he's going to do as far as he went to the cross and he died. But now he told us to do something in Mark 16. What did he say? Jesus said, now you go into all the world and tell them, preach the gospel to every creature. And then he said, signs will follow you. Signs and wonders. Amen. The heartbeat of Jesus' souls. It is impossible for you to tell me that you are after God's heart, but you don't have any desire or, or any, any desire at all to like see souls saved. It's impossible. Because that's the heart of God. That's the heartbeat of Jesus. If you want to move God's heart, go after souls. Go after people. Are you with me? Win souls. Win souls. Tell the world. Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. I don't know about you. Someone says, I want to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. How do I do that? Easy. Seek and save the lost. Seek. It's a search and rescue mission in Coshocton, Ohio. I believe that God is raising up Holy Ghost Green Berets. I believe that God is raising up Holy Ghost Navy SEALs. I believe that God is raising up people that he can send on assignments to go and seek and save, to go and search and rescue people. Are you with me? And we don't have time for the excuses as to why you can or won't. Well, it's not my calling. Yes, it is. It's all of our callings. We are all called to the ministry of reconciling people to Christ. Well, I'm just called to pray. We're all called to pray. We're all called to win souls, period. Even pastors. It's a, what did Paul say? To Timothy, who was a pastor, do the work of an evangelist. <laughs> amen. So every one of us, we are called to reconcile people unto God. Can you say amen? Amen. The biggest lie the devil will ever feed you is he'll try to tell you. And, you know, it's so funny. You, you see it even in the media, how they say, well, the church is on decline. Actually, it's not. The, the, the religious churches that are not cranking loose the power of God like they used to, they're dying out. They're dying out. However, the spirit-filled churches, they are exploding they are multiplying. The Catholic Church, they don't know what to do because in Mexico, which was like a Catholic stronghold, they were all, all Mexican. You know, the Hispanics, they're, they're Catholic. Well, Pentecostalism is exploding down in Mexico. I mean, they, they, the, the, the whole Catholic churches are emptying because everyone's coming over. They're starting speaking tongues. The revival's hitting. So, the, so you see the Pope reaching out to like Copeland and reaching out to like Pentecostal leaders. It's because they're trying to build a gap because they're, they're losing ground. Religion is losing its hold. It's losing its hold. They don't know what to do because it's ruining, it's wrecking whole establishments. So that religious structure is crumbling right now. But the church, the blood-bought, the blood-washed church of the Lord Jesus Christ, it, it, is, it is, oh my goodness. What God is doing in the earth today, guys, it's not about what God used to do. Yeah, he, he has done great things the last 2,000 years. But some of the greatest moves of God, we're in it right now. Don't miss out because, you know... 
you just had the Coshocton experience of bowling alley and Tim Hortons and wits. You're missing out, man. God is moving on the planet. Some people are so out to lunch, I'm telling you. God's moving all around them, and they're, you know, want to go to wits? Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's not all there is to life. God is moving on the earth. He's moving. I'm telling you he's moving. You just don't see it on CNN. You don't see it on Fox News. John Hannity's not talking about it. Drudge Report is not talking about it. But God is moving on the planet. I know an evangelist who went to one of the roughest areas in New Jersey, which in New Jersey, you, man, you better have the Holy Ghost when you go to New Jersey. You go to New Jersey with the God, you go there with religion and tradition, they'll eat your lunch. This, this evangelist goes in, over 10,000 people show up on a field, unsaved people to hear the gospel. Over 10,000. Not just one night, not just two nights, not five nights, three weeks. Three weeks on a field where they had to move it into a building because the city said, you can't have this many people. They were worried about gang violence, even though nothing was happening. So that's happening in America right now. I mean, just yesterday, we saw 20 decisions for Jesus Christ right in Coshocton, Ohio. Right there in Coshocton. People crying because we're paying for their laundry and leading them to the Lord. God is moving. We're sitting right now, almost a thousand people who've heard the gospel right here in Coshocton, Ohio. God's even moving in like the Coshoctons of the world. You think this is it? I'm telling you, in all the rural areas, God, he has them. If you go to heaven, there's a big map and God's just mapping them all out. Hallelujah. He's, he loves the rural cities. He loves the big cities. He loves the countries. He loves the Amish. He, he loves people and he sends people to them. Are you getting anything? Jesus came to seek and to save. You want to follow the ministry of Jesus. You want to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Then you, you must take that. That you, while you are on this earth, there are people that God has assigned you to. You, you realize that. There are people that are going to come into your path who, who you are assigned to help, you are assigned to be a witness to, that you are assigned to be a blessing to. And, 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 and there are people that while you're on this earth, you were put here on a search and rescue mission. Because Jesus said this, listen to me. Jesus said, as the Father sent me, I am sending you. As the Father sent me, I am sending you. And I'm sending you to produce fruit and that your fruit would remain. That whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. Amen. Everyone say this. Say the heartbeat of Jesus, the heartbeat of Jesus. is souls. Joel 3 and verse 14 says, Multitudes, multitudes are in the valley of decision, and the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. What does that mean? The devil will lie to you and try to say that people really don't want to hear it. I mean, just keep your religious beliefs to yourself. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, just, just yesterday, I tried to go into one of our local restaurants and just put up a flyer, you know, their community board where you tape a flyer, you know, that anyone can go and tape a flyer. One of the, I don't know if he's a manager or who he was, but he, he come, you know, uh, I went in because I, I didn't see any tape or anything where I could tape it. I said, I just want to hang a flyer up. And he looks at it, he goes, oh, this is a church event? I said, yeah. He's like, we don't allow churches to hang up their flyers here. 
And I said, what? and I was, I was actually shocked. I wasn't offended. I don't, I'm hard to offend. And uh, I said, I started laughing. I said, really? I said, who's getting offended? Because I thought, what, what? I mean, who gets offended over a flyer that says $500 bill pay? You know what I mean? So I, and I, was, I started to laugh. I said, really? I said, well, like, who's getting offended? And he was like, well, I mean, if it's from a church, people just get upset at that and they just get offended. That's a lie. No, they don't. No, they don't. Maybe like a couple Karens do on Facebook. Maybe Karen gets offended. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Who knows what a Karen is? Amen. Hallelujah. It's a meme. Amen. So, so I mean, there, there, there are a couple people who have a demon. Amen. But that's the biggest lie the devil tried to feed the church is that, oh, yeah, Kashokton doesn't want to hear. People really don't want to hear. They, they really don't have time. And, uh, you know, they'll even try to tell pastors, you know, people are just so busy. You can't have a, you know, you can't have a long Sunday morning service. We went till one. Amen. What was that, three hours? <laughs> we went till one. God was moving. And y'all stayed. I mean, amen. Hallelujah. God was moving. Amen. So, so people are hungry. You're hungry. You're here tonight. You're here tonight. Don't tell me people aren't hungry. I thought when I came to Coshocton from Tampa, where, man, you go into Tampa, people in, in the inner cities where there's poverty, man, they, they eat it up. When you tell them the gospel, they absorb it. They eat it up. I mean, they just, they take it. And I thought there's no way Coshocton's like that. I mean, the north is different than the south. The South, you have Southern hospitality, and people are very nice. You know what I mean? And uh, some of them, many of them. But, but you come to the North. No, I've noticed this. There's a big difference between the South and the North. You come to the North, and people are just like, they're different. They're just different. Amen? They're just different. And so I thought that there's no way that, that this, the soul-winning script and that the gospel is going to work as good in Coshocton as it did in Tampa. So, man... It worked just as good, if, if not better, that I saw in Coshocton. People are hungry. People are actually just waiting for someone to come up and give them some hope. Because I found that in Coshocton, people are walking around with a guilty conscience over things that happened yesterday. People in the city, many of them, even believe in God. They just think God's mad at them. Amen. But God is not against you. He's for you. Amen. He's not for sin. He's not for, you know, the, the things that are ruining your life. He loves you so much. He wants to take you. He wants to set you free. And he wants to anoint you and use you and set you free from the things that have been really causing the fear, anxiety, and poverty and all of that. Are you with me? I found in Coshocton, people are hungry. And it confirm, it's confirmed in the word in Joel where it says multitudes, multitudes. Everyone say multitudes. Multitudes, multitudes are where? In the valley of decision. In the, va the valley of decision. What does that mean? Well, look, the devil's not taking a, a break. The devil's not on quarantine. So what, everyone quarantines, they sit in their house, they watch television, and the devil is pumping through the media people's brains full of his lies, full of, full of junk. Yes. So he's working on people because he knows, look, the devil knows the Bible, the devil knows multitudes are in the valley of decision. So it, the devil's just trying to decide for them. So if we don't go out 
and confront people and say, there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Choose life. Choose heaven. Amen. And point the way for people. Then the devil, he has more than enough time and options to feed people and give to people. Are you with me? Amen. Proverbs 11 and verse 30, it says, the fruit of the righteous is the tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. He that wins souls is wise. What does that tell me? He who doesn't win souls is what? If he who wins souls is wise, he who wins souls is stupid. Well, I mean, we could be nice, unwise. No, but really stupid. Amen. And I don't hang out with stupid people. Amen. The people I actually hang out with, you, you see me spending time with people, they're going to be soul winners. This just is what it is. I mean, like my friends, my, man, my friends, seriously, I'm on like the lowest tier of people who've won souls. Like my friends, I mean, the one guy I know, he, he, he was just the lawn care dude at the River Church in Tampa. And he personally has led like 50,000 people to the Lord and he takes care of the lawn. Are you with me? And then the guy who, who made my subway, or not subway, my, 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 my sandwiches at the cafe, he's led like 40,000 people to the Lord. He was there in 1999 going up and down the World Trade Center telling people God loves you, has a plan for your life, and leading hundreds of people to the Lord at the World Trade Center. Amen. Those are the people I want to hang out with. Yes. Because I, the Bible says what? He who walks with the wise himself will be wise. You want to be a soul winner? Hang out with soul winners. You want to be a soul winner? That's what it says. Listen to me. The Bible says, he who walks with the wise himself will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Who are you hanging out with? Who are your friends? Amen. I'm not saying you have to walk around like you're better than everyone else, but I'm saying you can choose. You know, when it became a revelation to me that I can choose who I'm friends with, it changed everything. I realized I don't have to hang out with losers. Amen. And I found, you know what I mean? And, and that, they were good people and fun to hang out with. But you know what? Today in their 30s, I mean, they're, they're not really doing anything. And, and, and the, you know what I mean? And that's fine. You know, there comes a point in your life where you're going to go to the next level. And you know what? To the people around you, they can come with you. Or there's a time to just say goodbye to certain people. Bye, I love you, I love you. Don't think I'm better than you, but bye. Because I'm going forward and I'm sorry. Do you wanna come with me? Do you wanna come with me? I'm going to the next level. Do you wanna come with me? No? Okay, well I love you, God bless you. See you on Facebook. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just is what it is. He who walks with the wise, himself will be wise, but the companion of fools will be what? Destroyed. So it says, the, the companion of fools. So if you hang out with a bunch of fools, or if you hang out with the religious crowd, you'll be religious. If you hang out with, with foolish people, you're going to be foolish. If you hang out with people who, you know, their, their idea of a fun night is in the bars and getting drunk, that's what you're going to be doing. It just is what it is. Amen. Are you with me? So, so you go, and, and then pray. I mean, I have Edie here on the front row. She's prayed for friends. The Lord gave her friends. Me too. I prayed for friends, and the Lord started putting people around me. Amen. The Lord will put people around you because the Bible says, what fellowship does light have with darkness? And why would you yoke yourself together with, with an unbeliever or someone? You know what I mean? Again, don't walk around like your nose in the air, like you're better. No one's saying that. But 
Walk with soul winners. You hang around soul winners, it's going to rub off on you. I mean, the people, seriously, that I hang out with, the one dude, the Bible says, provoke each other to good works. I mean, we're just in a restaurant, and he's trying to get me to lead the whole restaurant to the Lord. But I like that. Amen. I like to hang around people who provoke good works in me. The Bible says that you were not bought with the blood of bulls and goats. You were bought with a price. You were not bought with gold or silver. The Bible says that God purchased you with the blood of Jesus. You were bought. You were purchased. You were bought with the price. We would love for you to join us at the River Church this morning at 10 a.m. For additional information about our church, you can go on our website at www.therivercoshocton.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash therivercoshocton. Hey, this is Pastor Zachary Weber. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast this morning. I pray it blessed you in some way. Just before we go off the air, I have a very important question to ask you. If you were to die this very second, do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? You know, the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the Bible says that the wages of those sins is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And the Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you're a whosoever. So I want to pray this quick prayer over you. Father, bless every person listening with a long and a healthy life. Jesus, make yourself real to them and do a work in their heart. And if they have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, I pray that they would do so right now. Friend, as you're listening, if you want to make a decision for Jesus Christ today and receive the gift that God has for you, the free gift of salvation, I want you to pray this quick prayer with me with your heart and your lips out loud. Just say this with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me and set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe you've risen from the dead and you're coming back again for me. I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. Come into my heart right now. Now just declare this, say, I am saved. I'm forgiven and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Now, Father, I pray over every single person who prayed that prayer. Seal them now by your blood and by your spirit that on that day let not one person be missing. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer this morning, I want you to get a hold of us and let us know. You can go to therivercoshocton.com under the contact section. You can let us know that you prayed that prayer. It's so important that you tell people that you made a decision for Jesus today. It's also important to get involved in a local church. You can join us this morning at the River Church. Our service begins at 10 a.m. We're located at 51 Pine Street right here in Coshocton, Ohio. 
Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week, 8.30 a.m., right here on Life of Revival. God bless you.